Welcome to Hope Community Podcast. It's great to have you join us today listening online. We pray you'll be impacted by our message this week. Enjoy. Okay, so it's serious game on today. Let's pray. Lord, we come before you today and we are ready to hear your word. Lord, we are ready to see your power at work and we want to agree with your truth, Lord. We disagree with things that are not of you and today we declare yes to you, Lord. And so, Lord, thank you that you are being clear today and that we can draw a line in the sand and we can say no to the wrong things and we can say yes to you and your right things, Lord. And so we pray that your power would move in this place with the yes of all of us, with you and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, Holy Spirit's clearly here. And I've got my stake with me to get started today. So this lives at my desk generally, but we pull it out on occasion when we need to stake some things in the ground, when we need to declare the Lord's truth and when we want to see some victory, when we want to see some breakthrough, and when we're saying enough is enough. Okay, so are you ready today? Great, let's go. So I'm just going to put it down. It is actually probably heavy for the whole thing, but we will come back to it. Now, I don't normally, and we don't normally, talk about Satan here, because we don't worship Satan, we worship Jesus. And we don't give him attention that he doesn't deserve. But there is a time and a place, and that time and place is now when we are going to expose what he's up to. So some of you have been going along with him, getting tricked by him, and we're going to cut that out today. So you can receive God's power then. Instead, you can partner with him and you can get on with the good things that he has for you. So just take a moment now to think back over your last six months. Have a think about what you've tracked through. Have a think about how hard that's been. How's your work gone? Have you had trouble showing up and keeping on? Or perhaps you committed to something new that you felt the Lord was on and yet you have struggled to get that thing started. Have you had doubts, maybe thought that you got it wrong, that you made the wrong decision, and maybe you feel full of doubt, and it feels like being insecure, like your confidence has taken a big hit. And maybe you haven't really admitted this to yourself, but if you think about it now, you're actually pretty shaky inside, and deep down, you've wondered if there's something wrong with you. Feelings of depression, anxiety, trepidation, fear, even panic about having to show up and do what you're meant to do. I know of people here in this room having panic attacks, vomiting with anxiety, people unable to sleep, people having visions of being ridiculed, being attacked, being assaulted, and random thoughts coming into people's minds saying, you should stay home today. You shouldn't go to church today. And then there's other thoughts of, I can't do this. What was I thinking? This is all too much. And some of you have found yourself struggling to do the same things that you've done many times before. 
Well, Satan's bringing a significant attack against God's people through intimidation. And if you think, well, I'm not that great, so I'm not really God's person, you are. You are his and he has a purpose for your life. He has a plan for you. He has gifted you, called you. He's appointed you to the sphere that you are in. And that sphere includes being right here in this place today. And God said at the start of the year that he's doing a new thing. He said he's bringing rivers into wastelands and into deserts and that we will be seeing abundant provision and his glory as we go into the new with him. Now, the new looks like all kinds of different things for different people, but there is wonderful, glorious new. So then, looking at the last six months, what is going on? What on earth here is going on? Because you might be thinking, yeah, I think I'm just not feeling good right now. So what's going on is Satan is attempting to stop what God is doing. But he can't stop God. He can't. He can't stop God. He can't stop him bringing that new into our lives. And he can't stop God taking us forward. He can't. So what he's got to do is he's trying to get you and me to opt out to not be present, to not be engaged, so that we're not here to go with him in the new. Now, I've talked to many of you personally, and for me personally, the last three months or so have been the worst onslaught of this that I've ever had. So I know the thoughts and the feelings. I know the sleepless nights. I know the nausea. I know it too. And the spiritual attack right now is intimidation. So what is intimidation? Well, intimidation is to frighten someone to make them timid. It's to compel them to do what you want or it's to deter them from doing what they were going to do. It's intentional behaviour that will cause a person to fear injury or harm It might be to fear, ridicule or mocking. So it's intimidation seems like having a really big person come and stand over you and they're coming down over you and you tend to want to duck down or maybe even step back. And so the temptation we experience with intimidation is to doubt ourselves and it's to take a step back or maybe even opt out. And so you might have been feeling threatened, you might have actually had threats or maybe you've had thoughts whizzing around of perceived threats that makes you want to flinch in fear. It makes you want to question yourself, doubt yourself, pull out. Now, in the Bible, Elijah experienced this. He was a prophet in the Old Testament. And Jezebel, the wife of King Ahab, sent a threat to him, telling him she was going to kill him. Now, he responded by being afraid, and he ran for his life to Beersheba. 
Now, if you were being threatened with your life, it's understandable that you would take an action to be safe, wouldn't you? That's sensible. That's, that's wisdom. But interestingly, once he gets to Beersheba, he leaves his servant and he goes off into the wilderness for a day. He goes completely alone. He lies down and he asks God to kill him. He asked God to do the very thing that he'd run away from. He asked God to do the very thing he was threatened with and said, take away my life, I'm no better than my father's. Just before this event, he had single-handedly him, one man with the Lord, taken on 450 enemies. Him Verses 450. They were against him. They served a false God and he depended on the Lord's power. He saw something incredible happen and there was victory. And then he killed 450 Baal prophets. One man versus 450. What a win. He had just seen a major victory with the Lord. And yet one threat now by one woman and he runs away freaking out and wants to die. And perhaps you can relate to his thoughts of asking God to kill him. It makes sense though that with what he went through to see that victory with the Lord was exhausting. Mentally, emotionally and physically exhausting. You can imagine what that pressure is like. Have you felt that? Have you made it through something really taxing? It took faith, it took endurance, and you made it. That's a win with the Lord, isn't it? But I bet you're tired. The attack of intimidation came after a win and victory and a win with endurance, and it came with incredible weariness. When we've had a victory and we've realised, I made it, I got through, we then connect with how tired we are and we let our guard down because we think, wow, I made it through and now I can relax. So when does an attack of intimidation strike? It strikes when you need a break. And you've made it through something major. We have all here endured COVID at least. That's the minimum, and that's a global pandemic. That's our minimum here. Some of you here have had a church move. Some of you have had a major transition. Some of you have made it through a major work challenge where you had to make a very strong decision or two or three and they were very draining. Some of you have had a major win where you've stepped out in faith and you have seen the Lord provide. All of these things are great. They're good change. We made it but we need a rest. And sometimes we let our guards down at this point of, I made it, I'm here now. So this attack for me came when I felt at my limit. 
my limit was I felt like I had no more resources, I didn't have physical strength and I didn't have mental strength. And so when it came, I naturally responded with, this is so unfair. I am really at my limit here. Everything's coming against me when I have no resources at my disposal, no strength left, but here it is. So who and why does this strike? It strikes God's children because God's taking you forward. He's doing something in each of you that is magnificent. He is taking you into knowing his abundant provision. Abundant. He's taking you into knowing freedom and he's taking you into living empowered by the Spirit. So let's look at what we can do to thrive in this current environment with what's going on and this intimidation that's prowling all around. Let's read 2 Timothy 1, 6 and 7. It says, For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love and self-discipline. Fan into flame. This means grow, develop, move forward, progress. This is the new thing that God is speaking to us about for each of us individually. The new that the Lord is taking us into. Now you have a calling and gifts. You have a purpose. You're appointed by God in the spaces that you are in. So some of you might need to check those spaces because remember that word of the Lord at the start is about the new. He's doing a new thing. And so we need to go with him into the new. So what's the old that needs to be let go of? And some of you might need to remember, it's time to check what old needs to be let go of. But for the God-appointed spaces for now, you are meant to be there as you and bring what you have. You are not timid. Now, timidity is what happens when we agree with intimidation. When intimidation comes and we give intimidation the response that it wants, we are, we are agreeing with it. When it says don't go and so we stay home, we're agreeing with it. When it says you can't do it, who do you think you are? And then you pull out, you're agreeing with intimidation. When it says you made the wrong decision and so you in fear change your decision, you are agreeing, but you are not timid. The Lord says you are not timid. So when I crouch down, when that big figure comes over and I crouch down or I step back, I am behaving as though I am timid. But God said, I'm not timid. He didn't give me a spirit of being timid. He, didn't, he said, don't respond in that way. He said, fan into flame. That seems weird, doesn't it? Something big comes and instead of doing this, we go. He said, fan into flame. This means I'll stand just as tall. Now there is a time to pull out and rest. When is that? 
We do this when we see our weariness and we have God the Father come and He lovingly comes and He says, come away with me. And when we hear that, we know He wants us to rest. But today we're talking about when we have intimidation come and in fear we pull out. You are not timid. Now God says love. God says he has given you his love. We are to run to him and be with him. He loves you and he wants to take care of you. So you get to live your life knowing that you are loved by God. You are his child. God says power. His Holy Spirit power comes. This is what actually empowers you and takes you forward into the new things. So for those of you feeling all this pressure of I've got to do some new great thing in the Lord and I've got to do it with this intimidation coming at me, you can let go of that pressure right now because it's his power that comes and it will propel you forward as long as you show up. Now in Acts 4, Peter and John were being intimidated. They had just had a win and seen a man who was lame from birth healed. But very soon after, they were captured, put in jail and then brought before a whole group of leaders to intimidate them, to threaten them so that they wouldn't talk about Jesus or healing. But instead of agreeing with intimidation and becoming timid, they agreed with God's power and it came. So in verse 13, it says, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realised that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished. And they took note that these men had been with Jesus. And since they could see the man had been healed and was with them, there was nothing they could say. And then a couple verses later, it says that they threatened Peter and John, but they realised there was nothing more they could do, and they let them go. God's power came and brought healing to that man. God's power came and gave them the words to speak. They were unschooled and they said some incredible things. God's power took them forward. Peter and John chose not to agree with intimidation, and they remained present. God's power came and moved them forward into the new. Now, after this happened, they then gathered with all of their community together and they praised God for what they'd seen and they asked Him to do more and His power came then on all of their community together. God's power will come and it will move you forward into the new. So you don't need to worry about moving forward. You just need to remain standing, be present, and don't agree with intimidation. Now, God says wisdom, and in the verse that looks like self-discipline. So other translations say sound mind, self-control, discipline, calm, well-balanced mind, sound judgment. Holy Spirit gives us God's wisdom. He gives us God's perspective and God's way of thinking. And so we make decisions and we can behave out of God's perspective. We will make good decisions. We will be able to say no to the wrong things. 
we will be able to remain focused on the right things and we will be able to discern right and wrong. God, through his spirit, has given you his perspective on everything in your life. He's made it available for you and you can think in this perspective. You can know his truth, make good decisions. Under God, you have a sound mind. So when the thoughts come of, I can't focus, you can respond with, I have the mind of Christ. I have a sound mind. Holy Spirit is bringing me wisdom right now. So what do we do? What do we practically do with the onslaught of intimidation that's all around? And what can we help each other to do when they are facing this attack? Number one is a firm, fast no. Just as quickly as if you were standing outside and something suddenly flew at your face, you would put your hand out that fast to stop that. That is how we deal with intimidation. As quickly as you say, you put your hand out, you say no. You don't hear it out. You don't listen to its reasoning. As soon as you know this is intimidating me, it's a no. It is a no, no, no in Jesus' name. As it tries to keep talking, it's a no. And you might be thinking, well, with the thoughts coming in in my life, that's a full-time job. And yes, for a time it is. I had that. It was. And you know what? That's okay because you have the strength of Christ in you. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. So who do you think in this little challenge in your mind is going to win? Who's going to last the longest? Jesus is. He's going to last the longest. And so you can keep going and enduring and you will overcome. It's a firm, fast no. As soon as that comes, no entertaining it. It is shutting it down. Now, the second thing is stand on the truth and declare. So this is where we need to have our declarations of what the Lord says ready to go. In the thick of this season, when I was doing my exercise and I was going for my walk, it was really that full-time job time. And so I played on the Bible app, I played this passage and then I played it again. And then I played it in another translation and another translation and another translation because I had to get that truth in me, I had to believe it and I had to be able to stand on it. And so I just kept going and going. I am not timid. God did not give me that. I am loved. I am empowered by Holy Spirit and I have God's wisdom. Now I needed to go further into specifics that were right for me. And at that time, I was being attacked in my mind about speaking like this today. And so I declare what the Lord said. I am God's child. The Lord covers me. The Lord loves me. I am a speaker and I will speak. And I will speak as God's child. I am the Lord's. He loves me. He will never let me go. And this is most important truth that I am the Lord's child. It's yours too. What that means is the Lord is covering me. He is with me. He is for me. 
He is looking after me. He is standing up here with me. I am the Lord's child. He is taking me forward into the new and you are too. Now, number three is remain standing and show up. When it looms over you and you want to crouch down, you want to duck, you want to hide and you want to step back, remain standing. This looks like showing up to church when you hear the thoughts telling you to stay home. This looks like going to the meeting at work that you're thinking about avoiding. This looks like going out for dinner with that group of friends when you're really overwhelmed because you know they love you and you know that will be good for you. That's what it looks like. Keep showing up, keep standing, don't back down, don't opt out and don't isolate. Be at church, be at work, be at the commitment, sure, Some here need to check, are my commitments right? Once you know they're right, be there at them. I know of people here feeling really pulled to pull out of coming to church to the point of no sleep the night before, exhausted, feelings of depression. And then they've said when they walk through the doors, it all lifted. I've sat with people where God's doing something amazing in their heart. And then afterwards they said, you know, I almost didn't come today. They did not go with intimidation. They didn't agree with intimidation. The Lord's power came when they showed up. So to combine together, this is a firm, fast no with declarations of truth and the choice to show up. You have the spirit of power in you to show up and God will move in power. He will empower you, which means you will go forward. You will have the new that he is bringing. So we're gonna practice that right now. You have all made a choice to show up. And so we're gonna stand now as a declaration of our no to intimidation. So I invite you all to stand and we're gonna finish by doing some declarations with the Lord. Are you ready, church? So let's do these together. I am the Lord's child. He is covering me. He is with me. He is for me. He is looking after me. He is standing with me. He is leading me. He is taking me forward into new. I am not timid. I am loved. I am not opting out, stepping back or stepping down. I am where He wants me to be. I am empowered by Holy Spirit. I am not a victim. I have the mind of Christ. Nothing can take God's love away from me. Greater is He who is in me than he who is in the world. 
I am the Lord's child. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to Hope Community Podcasts. We hope you enjoyed today's message and remember to subscribe to the channel to keep up to date. From everyone here at Hope Community, have the best week.